0: 8-5. We were speaking about the Paroches, so we're going to discuss a little more about the curtain in the Mikdash. There are actually two possible curtains about which we're referring, and they're different pshatim, in which one it is. Both could be true. One is we're talking about the curtain that was at the entrance to the ulam. The ulam had the largest um, like portal in the temple complex, and it was 40 almost high, 20 almost wide, so we're talking about that massive curtain that filled that space, or we're talking about um, one of the two curtains, or the two curtains that separated between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kodashim inside of the Ulam. Either way, we're going to talk about those curtains, or that curtain, and the mission says, mm-hmm. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, Omer, Mishum Rabbi Shimon ben HaSagan. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, that was the Nasi, he said in the name of Rabbi Shimon HaSagan, Rabbi Shimon, the son of the deputy, Kohen Gadol. that would be presumably Chanina, uh, Chanina, the Sagan of the Koan, Rabbi Paroches avya tefach. The thickness of this heavy brocade, like tapestry curtain, was a tefach. It was a hands-breadth thick. thick. think something like 9 centimeters, you know, 4 inches, something like that. Va'al shivim ushnaim It was woven from 72 centimeters strings. That is to say that the thickness of this curtain was 72 rows of strings thick. Some cells have neiman. Neiman meaning a neiman could be like even anything, any long thin filament, like a, a hair or a thread. here um, means threads. Other cells have nirin. I'm referring to the heddles. If you remember from like Ose Shnei Bate Nirin, setting up the loom, so the we're talking then about like kind of the holes through which the thread um, is passed to allow for like the odd even alternating when you're weaving. Whatever, the idea is the same. They were talking about it had it was seventy-two rows of threads thick. There were um although there were each of the seventy each of the seventy-two strings was comprised of twine, that was like twenty-four ply, twenty-four um, threads that were twined together to get to a single thread, or a single 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 string. The twenty-four threads of, that were there were twined together were four different types. Um, three of the types were wool. One of the time was linen. The wool was the wool dyed blue, purple, and red, called trellis argamon, and talashani, and the. The, uh, and there were six of each of those for a total of eighteen, and then there were six more that were linen that's referred to as sheish, and that that was also woven together it's like a plain white. So all these four colored threads, it's for a total of twenty four types, total twenty four, um threads were were twined together to make the strings, of which there were seventy two, um when you wove seventy two thick, when you wove the paroches the curtain. Arka arbaim ama, it was 40 amos tall. Urahba esram ama, it was 20 amos wide. If you think of an ama as basically half a meter, um, so then, or I think it was two feet, whatever is more easier for you to imagine. So we're talking something that's 20 meters high and 10 meters wide, or something that's something like 80 feet high and 40 feet wide, really massive, massive thing. Ushmonim Usteg ribo naasis. A rebo is ten thousand. So the mission here says it was made of eighty-two ten thousand, meaning eight hundred twenty thousand, as we would call it. So what what is that referring to? Eight hundred twenty thousand what? There are two basic pshatim. One pshat is eight hundred twenty thousand strings in this massive thing, um, which of course is gigantic. Another pshat is eight hundred twenty thousand dinarim, which is a massive amount of money. Both of which, again, emphasizing the the enormity of uh, this, this uh, the curtains. There is a third pshat, um, but it's basically based on a slightly different girsa that it's not rebo, but revot. A riva is a like a maiden, a young girl. So revot would mean girls, and therefore eighty-two means eighty-two women wove this massive curtain. That's the third shot Be that as it may, the mission continues. Ushtaim osen b'chol They would make two of these curtains every year. Um, Either it's talking about that twice, they would have a main one at the entrance to the Ulam and an alternate, and they'd put the new one on come once a year, come um, Yom Kippur, but they had an alternate to replace it with. Again, remember, this is right next to the Mizbech, and there's a lot of smoke there. Alternatively, we're talking about, um, and heat, even if the smoke is rising, there's heat coming off it. Um, Alternatively, we're talking about the curtains inside of the Ulam, um, between the Kodesh and Kodesh Kodeshim, and there again, they're burning um, a mana. we we'll call it a pound for a second, a pound of incense every day inside um, the Kodesh, and it's kind of a closed-off area, so there's a lot of smoke, and therefore soot, that would kind of decolor the curtains, and therefore replace them. If you have two per year, that means you have, because it's once a year it's replaced, and there's, it's a double curtain, so there are two curtains, therefore you need to have two replacements, um, if you're talking about the inside. Either way, it's replaced every year, once or twice a year, kohanim When it needed to go into the mikveh, and the truth is that it always had to go into the mikveh at least once before its inauguration for temple use, because there's a general rule, kind of like how um, when we use, we have tefillah's kelem before we use a utensil that's going to contact our food directly, um, if it was previously owned or made by a Gentile, so we put it in a mikveh um, to sort of inaugurate it for Jewish use, it's not about and when you do kelam, it just, it's for like inauguration for Jewish use and that's more sanctified activity than what it's from before so to go before you introduce any utensil into the base of for service even not for eating um, even if, not, if it's not Tameh you have to first immerse in the mikveh as inauguration and that would be true for the curtain as well so you need to immerse at least once and when you do says the Mishnah you needed 300 kohanim to do the immersion Why 300 kohanim? That's obviously a large number. Well, the idea is that this curtain is massive, and don't forget, when it gets wet, it's even more, it's more massive, because it's not just, you know, suffused with water. If you do just a super simple calculation, like a back-of-the-envelope calculation, if you assume that there's, that an ama is half a meter, and we said it's 40 by 20 amos, that means it's 10 by 20 meters. If you assume that, very roughly, that a thick is let's call it 10 centimeters thick, just for super simplicity. You're talking 10 by 20 meters is 200 square meters times a tenth of a meter thick. You're talking 20 cubic meters. If you, if you assume that's all you know, full of water, which it largely was if it comes out of a mikvah, so now you're talking 20 cubic meters of water, which should weigh 20 metric tons, which is like 44 thousand pounds. So it's big. And therefore, it makes sense. You need a lot of people to move it um, when it's coming out of the mikvah and so on. Um, but nevertheless, the Gemara in Tamad and here the Baraita brings it, says that this number three hundred is actually a guzma. It's an exaggeration. It doesn't necessarily mean three hundred uh, were needed. It just means like a large number of koan, because of the massive nature of this curtain, um, you should know in general that the number three hundred and the number four hundred, for that matter, is um, is a guzma number. It's an exaggeration number. Kind of like how when we say, you know, it took a million koan to move it or a billion column to move it. So that's kind of like 300 and 400, like our million and billion. Um, it just means a large number that we don't count. Um, my personal theory on why it's 300 and 400 of all numbers is because the Mishnah and Chazal didn't use numerals to count. Uh, rather, they used letters, um, like as in Gemacha, Aleph is one, base is two, and so on. So the last two letters of the Hebrew alphabet are Ration and Tuf, whose numbers are 300 and 400, numeric equivalents. That's sort of the last numbers in the alphabet, and therefore that's what they had to work with. So that's why that's my theory on, on why these are the Guzman numbers. In any case, <clears throat> so um, clearly it needed a lot of Koanum, perhaps not 300, um, but many, because it was so big and heavy. The Gra does a fantastic calculation to suggest why 300 is used here, and that is that in the time of the, in the utensils in the base of Mikdash, um, they often used... Um, five amas per, excuse me, five tvachim, five hands per ama instead of six, the usual six. And therefore, if you do the math, if it's 20 almost wide and 40 almost tall, so then you have the total perimeter of the curtain as 20 plus 40 plus 20 plus 40. 20 plus 40 is 60, plus another 60 is 120. So it's 120 almost around. And you have five hands per amma. So five times one hundred twenty is six hundred, and every coin has two hands. So you need you could put six hundred koh- hands or three hundred pairs of hands, three hundred Kohanim, to hold um, the curtain all the way around. So that's the Gra's explanation there. Fantastic Gra, quoted in the Tiferes row. in the Boas. Okay. okay, so that is that is that is that. Um, and with um, that we finished about the barochas.